0: Shock Monkey Radio is entertainment for adults, by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon the sponsors or FXBG Public Radio. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights. Stand warned. Hello and welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. I am your host, The Madman, and I am guilty of all charges, at least until it falls out of the news cycle and I get to the appeals court and it becomes a mistrial. So, hello and welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. Uh, you can email me, madmanfxbgpr.com, if I already pissed you off. That's fine. Absolutely. I want to remind you that we have this YouTube channel. If you're watching, uh, <clears throat> you can uh, share, like, share, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I would appreciate it. I also uh, uh, tell people about this podcast if you like it, you know. I also have books on Amazon. Search for the author Scott L. Robbins with two T's and two B's. They're available for digital download. Okay, so uh, let's go ahead and get right into it because uh, I was sick this past weekend again. And, um, so I don't know how long the show is going to be, how long my voice will hold out. So we'll see. I'll be sucking on cough drops the whole, whole time. Hopefully I don't have any <laughs> too much sounds like that or coughing fits to make this completely unlistenable. Okay. So, uh, happy 420. it's Hitler's birthday. That's what you're celebrating, right? Oh no, no, no. It must be. You're celebrating the anniversary of the Columbine shooting. Oh no, no, no. I'm just kidding. It's pot day for all you potheads. I mean, I'm not stupid. I understand what the 420 thing means, and I've tried the electric lettuce a time or two, and I think it's great. I think it's safer than alcohol, but smoking anything is bad for you, even weed. People who say that weed is the safest drug ignore that simple fact. I've said in my book that I think igniting anything and inhaling the fumes is horrible for your health, and I smoke cigarettes, okay? I know it's bad for me, but... I don't like the idea of 420 generally. It's April 20th, so you have to be high all day. It's 420 p.m., time to smoke. I find all that stuff ridiculous, just like drinking games. I don't need any rules involved with my intake of intoxicants because weed is an intoxicant, make no mistake. I really dislike when people refer to weed as medicine because it's not. I'm sure those of you who use CBD products might disagree with me, but most all of the medical value can be replaced by aspirin. cream. What I mean is that cannabinoids are analgesic at best. The only other application for marijuana I can think of is people going through chemotherapy, being prescribed cannabis to help stimulate their appetite. Also, I think anyone, could de- anyone dealing with life-threatening illnesses like cancer, they should be given free weed by the hospitals and be allowed to smoke anywhere and everywhere for as long as they are sick. I would consider that the least we could do for such people. Additionally, I consider marijuana to be an intoxicant because you shouldn't be operating heavy machinery while on it. Don't drink and drive. Don't smoke and drive. It seems like common sense to me. Apparently, marijuana will be legal here in Virginia in July, with conditions, obviously. Legal to possess up to one ounce if you are over 21. And that makes sense to me. However, despite what you may have heard on social media, a cop can still pull you over if he smells weed because you should not be operating a motor vehicle. It's dangerous. Passing a blunt back and forth is distracting. A coughing fit can cause you to not watch the road or worse, pass out. Plus, the effects on your brain and motor functions. It's dangerous. I mean, I trust people with cars on pot more than people on alcohol. I mean, pot makes time slow down, perhaps gives you a better reaction time. I'm just speculating. Don't take my word for it. The first time I got high, it felt like forever. I felt like I was high for six weeks, and then I started feeling better, and I asked my friend how long since we smoked, and he said two hours. Hey, did you ever hear that recording of that cop calling 911 because he and his wife thought they were dead? He was a cop, and they, and they baked some brownies or something, and he called 911 saying they were dead because time was going by really, really slowly, and it was freaking them out. And that's the fun of weed. If you're safe at home, and you eat a bunch of magic brownies and freak yourself out, I would rather 911 take a call where some guy is freaking out at home instead of a three-car collision because some dude felt he had to smoke in his car instead of, say, going to the park and smoking a J by the waterfall. Also, you know, cops arresting people for a gram or paraphernalia is just silly and a waste of law enforcement's time. Locking up these guys and bogging down the courts with such bullshit cases is a waste of time and taxpayer dollars. Plus, I'm the sure, I am sure that the cops did not become cops just to, just to harass potheads. Sure, there are some, cops, some dick cops who do. But for the most part, I am sure most cops want to deal with more direct threats to their community. And I will say this about weed. Humanity has been using it for a long time. They found cavemen frozen in ice with a sack of cannabis. Hemp was big business in the United States before the cotton gin. The flowers of the hemp plant were used for smoking, and the plant itself was used to make clothing, ropes, sails, all sorts of textiles before Eli Whitney made cotton easier to process. And it's not like these cavemen and American pioneers had video games and television like we do these days. Instead, they were more like Tolkien, they would get blazed out of their minds and read books or write books or, in Tolkien's case, invent entire fictional languages for your fictional characters to speak in your fiction books. My point is some of the great art out of all history has come from someone who has blazed out of their mind. And who knows what the caveman was doing when he was blazed. Maybe he watched an anthill very closely while giggling like a loon. Maybe he's off in a midnight hunt to quell the munchies and getting lost. I can only imagine. But happy 420 to you, to those who celebrate it. I just wanted to give you my thoughts on it. (coughs) I need to wet the whistle. Sorry. I do these little breaks for when I edit videos later. No, I can easily cut that out. Sorry, podcaster. You got to listen through it. All right. So obviously the big story of the hour, the big story of the day is Derek Chauvin guilty on all three counts. So uh, I wrote this before uh, the, uh, obviously before, uh, the verdict or, so it's, um, I don't, I think it'll still work. So what I want to say is that here we are, is like, he's guilty on all all charges. And so I just want to say this justice delayed is not justice denied. We need to practice patience when it comes to these police issues. We have to delay the gratification of justice to allow our legal system to work. Calling for blood based upon one video is mob rule. True democracy is chaos and and subject to emotional tantrums, but this is a republic. The the uh, The media is trying to paint America and Americans as a country rife with racism, and this offends me to no end because it's not true. Yet the media continues to frame the whole issue in a racist way when justice in this country is based upon facts and evidence. There is due process in this country for a reason. When that nine minute and 29 second Chauvin video first hit the news cycle, no matter what you felt about it, it was irrelevant to the facts of the case. It was just one fact of the case. One video clip taken out of context without taking into account every single other fact in detail that led up to that moment is no basis for conviction. I, for one, am sick of all these knee-jerk mobs that believe they have the right to supersede our judicial process, and if you don't let the mob have its way, they will riot and burn their own cities until they do get their way. Is this the generation of children that were never spanked? Or is this the generation of children that is too far removed from rubber bullets and water cannons? I'm a hardliner, and I know it. And if I were king of America... I would have the National Guard spraying less than lethal ammo into crowds and arresting everyone with so much as a book of matches. But I am not the king of America. Lucky you. But the state and local and even federal governments in this nation need to come more my way on this issue to solve this problem. If we have to build prisons in the Twin City area to house these criminal rioters, so be it. You can't appease an irrational mob. That's what you you got in these liberal cities that are burning the liberal government and the media have been stoking this fire for a long time. And it's all based upon lies. If you think America is racist, I suggest you visit any other country in the world. Join the Navy. If you have to, like I did, you will realize how racist America isn't until you see how openly and unabashedly racist and specifically and oddly, specifically anti-Semitic. All right. The rest of the world is in comparison. In short, I am sick of these liberal sissies treating these unruly, unintelligent children with kid gloves. A couple of rubber bullets in the gut and they'll go home. A few sprays of a water cannon and perhaps they'll realize they do not call the shots. Law, order, due process in in the least racist nation in the world is the best anyone can hope for in this mad, 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 mad world. You ever see a movie called Best Men? There's a scene where uh, this crowd is like uh, they're singing Kumbaya or something like that because prote- they're happy about this Hamlet armed bank robber just because he, sp- he spouts Shakespeare during bank robberies. The people love him. And so, like, one of these feds is sitting there and he goes, is an older fed, and he turns to the younger fed and he goes, You ever have one of those days where you feel like mowing down a whole crowd? And the young fed looks at him and he's like, No. He goes, You're young. Give it time. <laughs> it's a good movie. That's an underrated movie. Best, uh, best Men. It's a really good movie. Um. Uh, also, I have an idea. Why don't we make an all black police force? Poli- bla- all black police force. Now, it's only like I would suggest only ex military people allowed. All right. And um, the sirens, you can change the sirens from that annoying sound we all find so annoying to. I don't know. That would make me happy. I'll be like, yeah, I'm pulling over and meet this guy. He sounds cool. Anyway. Just wanted to rant about it. So, yeah, they found Chauvin guilty. I find that to be surprising, but I guess I should have seen it coming. Oh well. We'll see what happens in the appeals courts. So the Orville is pretty awful. Look, I know that there are a lot of people from my generation on down who have a real fond memories of Star Trek The Next Generation. But I didn't like the Next Generation. Oh, the blasphemy, I know. And the Orville is straight up. A Star Trek The Next Generation ripoff, and it is just as preachy and boring. However, like The Next Generation, the Orville does brush up against some interesting science fiction concepts, even if they are poorly executed. I don't know, I don't know what it is with sci-fi writers these days that feel the need they need to, that they need to try to correct what they perceive as society's ills with their writing. And when it comes to the Orville, the music, the themes, the transitions, damn near everything. Is ripped off from Star Trek The Next Generation. Where it differs is the humor and the outdated pop culture references. Apparently, apparently there is no more additional addition, uh, American culture from now until the time that the Orville takes place. The humor is good. It is what the Star Trek Next Generation lacked. Plus, it's not overly humorous, humorous um, though it is at times blatantly humorous for humor's sake alone. But generally... I always thought that the people on the Enterprise were way too serious. Humans will always be humans and will want to cut up up and make jokes. I don't care how quote-unquote advanced we become. I also don't think that humanity will ever outgrow currency, even in a post-scarcity world. And just like Star Trek The next, Next Generation, I can't stand the smug concept that capitalism would disappear once 3D printing technology really takes off. Why would anyone work? For reputation? As they say in the show, no one I respect in this world gives a shit what other people think of them. That's a ridiculous concept, and it pisses me off because my self-worth will never be determined upon my reputation, or rather, what other people think of me. To hell with that. I really don't care for the gay aliens, or any species for that matter, who force their children into gender reassignment surgery. And just like Star Trek The Next Generation, they try to take social issues and address them in a sci-fi way, but it's still just preaching. And comparing transsexual surgery to circumcision is absurd. I don't know who ever did that. <coughs> that one episode just really pissed me off, okay? <laughs> However, the later episode where the Mocklins cracked they cracked me up uh, when they discovered cigarettes and went through the process of addiction and quitting. It was a pretty clever gag. I, I did enjoy that. Mustache. Oh, the mustache. Yeah, he did grow mustache, mustache. So that was pretty good. That's, a, But that's a, and another gag, you know? Um, So, Sergeant Malarkey is moving up in the world. It turns out that Scott Grimes is actually a quite versatile actor and can sing. Yeah, and I've always been impressed with him in every role I've seen him in. EK's off off camera just nodding in agreement like crazy. Um, Additionally, the Orville, just like the Star Trek Next Generation, looks down on people who have religious faith. Granted, John Luke Picard was far more condescending about it, but Captain Mercer has his moments too. The Krill's rent-a-car religion is just a vehicle to which the quote-unquote enlightened humans of the Union to look down upon. And the idea that more technologically advanced a society becomes, the less it needs religion is insulting and stupid. These idiot liberal writers of this show have all sorts of negative things to say about people, about religion generally, but won't say boo to Islam specifically. And then you got Data, I mean, Isaac, a cold, unfeeling robot man that humans can't seem to stop thinking is a sex toy. It's very original, Orville writers. Also, he thinks that his name comes from Isaac Newton, not Isaac, the son of Abraham. Anyway, the Orville, five of 13 stars. Derivative, uninspiring, and mildly funny. The dog from Family Guy is always barking orders, and Norm MacDonald is underutilized. All right, I had another thing I wanted to get into, but i just reading over the notes. <laughs> uh, the... The the thought isn't fully formed. I need to save that for another time. But I watched Rocket Man, you know, the Elta, Elton John movie, and I've a lot of a lot of strong thoughts on it. I need to I need to organize them first. So let's just go ahead and get into the newsworth. No one. The newsworth. No one. Close window. All right. Okay. Waters brushes off judge's criticism over confrontational comment. Claims. He said her words don't matter. Uh, Rep- uh, Representative Maxine Waters from California appeared to shake off comments by the judge in the Derek Chauvin murder trial who said her confrontational remarks during a weekend protest in Minnesota. Wait, she's from California. Minnesota. That's a different state. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Said her confrontational remarks during a weekend protest in Minnesota could result in the whole trial being overturned well we know that didn't happen (laughs) uh judge peter cahill asked was asked by eric nelson the defense attorney to to declare a mistrial due to prosecutor prosecute prosecutorial misconduct and waters comments at the brooklyn center protest on saturday night (coughs) sorry uh she she was asked about the chauvin case and told reporters if the former police officer is not found guilty of murder we got to stay on the streets. This is a quote. We've got to stay on the streets, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that uh, they know we mean we mean business. Nelson told the court that there is a high probability that jurors will see Waters' comments. <laughs> Cahill denied the request. Quote: I'll, uh, This is what Cahill said. I'll give you what the Congress. I'll give you that Congressman, Congresswoman Waters may have given you something on appeal that may result in this whole trial being overturned. Boom. Boom. I think that statement right there, coming from the judge, tells the whole story right there. I'll give you that Congresswoman Waters may have given you something on appeal that may result in this whole thing overturned. So I think that this was going to be guilty all the way, all the way, because they are scared of a riot. You know, justice delayed is not, ju- is not justice denied. And so I may think that this guilty verdict is BS, and I don't think he should have got like, guilty on all charges. But maybe it's just too hot right now. Maybe you can spend a year in prison and maybe get out of it. Then maybe start a civil suit against the city. You trained me in the way to kill <laughs> George Floyd. All right? Get some money for your trouble. Who knows? Who knows how it's going to pay out? But that, that's, that quote from the judge tells the whole story, if you ask me. Cahill called it disrespectful to, uh, to, the, rule, to the rule of law and, uh, and to the judicial branch. To the uh, judicial branch for elected officials to comment on the outcome of the case. Quote their failure to do so I think is abhorrent. But I don't think it was prejudiced it has prejudiced us with additional material that they would prejudi- that would prejudice this jury. They have been told not to watch the news. I trust they are following those instructions. Eh, most people don't watch the news anyway. I'm sure what if a judge came to you and said don't watch the news I was like yeah I wasn't going to anyway, you know. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to binge watch Game of Thrones again. anyway uh waters was asked about the judge's comment on monday and said the judge says my words don't matter her office did not immediately respond to after hours email from fox fox news seeking comment well at least they said it that way it was late but they didn't respond so (laughs) waters has been criticized by republicans who call her comments reckless Senator Ted Cruz from Texas took to Twitter on Sunday, saying Democrats actively encouraging riots and violence. Cruz tweeted with a uh, with a link to a story about California Democrats' comments. They want to tear us apart. Fox News's Chad Pegram, Pergram, excuse me, reported that some Democrats were not pleased that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi de- defended Waters, saying she should not apologize. He reported uh, he reported that Democrats could support that one lawmaker termed a reasonable worded. Censure resolution to rebuke Waters. Have you ever seen uh, a Team America World Police? It was like uh, Hans Hans Bricks. What's his name? (laughs) Excuse me, Blix. Hans Blix shows up to Kim Jong Il and is like, uh, "I was like, you're gonna make you're gonna make the UN very angry." It's like, "Oh, and then what are you gonna do?" It's like, "We're gonna write you a letter telling you how angry we are." (laughs) Yeah, it's very scary. Very scary. And that's what censure is. This is they gonna write a letter to Maxine Waters. I mean, she needs to be you know she needs to be out of office. She's nothing but a, you know, uh what you know, race hustler, race baiter, you know. She's just trying to stir up shit. You know? And you know, it's gonna be and you know, people people could have died. If this if this verdict came out any other way, you know, people could have died. Probably probably in fueled, you know, and what she said could have caused deaths. But, you know, I believe in the First Amendment, every freedom of speech. You can say anything you want, I suppose. So, I mean, what do you say? You can say naughty, naughty from afar. The, the Congress writes you a letter saying naughty. <laughs> anyway, let's go on to this next story. DeSanta signs Florida's anti-riot bill into law. God bless the Republic. Governor Ron DeSantis on Monday signed into law Florida's anti-riot bill, which increases penalties for crimes committed during riots which is aimed at combating, combating public disorder. Quote, if you look at the breadth of this particular piece of legislation, it's the strongest anti-rioting, pro-law enforcement piece of legislation in the country, DeSantis said at a press conference. There is nothing, there's just nothing even close. Florida's Senate passed the bill last week, 23 to 17. It was seen as a, uh, it was seen as a response to protests around the country stemming from police brutality against African-Americans. The law, which goes into effect uh, immediately grants civil civil legal immunity to people who drive through protesters blocking the road and allows authorities to hold arrested demonstrators, uh, for, hold arrested demonstrators from posting bail until after their first court date. The legislation increases increases the charge for battery on a police officer during a riot and adds a, uh, adds language that could force local governments to justify a reduction in law enforcement budgets. The bill allows people to sue local governments over personal property damages if they were determined to have interfered with law enforcement response during civil unrest. It also increases penalties for protesters who block roadways or to face public monuments and creates a new crime mob intimidation. Okay. I guess I need to see the specifics of that one. Uh, Republicans say the bill could protect law enforcement officers and help prevent public disorder following recent unrest in the U.S. Civil rights, social justice groups, and Democrats say it is an unconstitutional attack on free speech that would make it easier for law enforcement to charge those involved in a protest. <laughs> okay. Uh, quote, the problem with this bill is that the language is so overbroad and vague that it captures anybody who is peacefully protesting out of protest and turns uh, violent uh, through no fault of their own, said Kara Gross. Gross? Yeah. Gross. If that was my last name, I'd go by Gross, uh, the legislative g- director at ACLU Florida, according to the Orlando Sentinel. Those individuals who do not engage in any violent conduct under this bill can be arrested and charged with third-degree felony and face up to five years in prison and loss of voting rights. The whole point of this uh, is to instill fear in Floridians. On, men- on Monday, DeSantis, a Republican who talked about the trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin, uh, who has pleaded not guilty in charges of second-degree un- you know, you know. The governor hinted he, uh, he could be acquitted, according to the paper. Well, we know that's not true. Well, what a difference an hour makes. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's going to happen, DeSantis said, but I can tell you that this case was bungled by the attorney general there in Minnesota. They didn't handle it properly, and so there may be people who are just dis- disappointed. Well, one way or another, people are going to be disappointed, right? <coughs> um, uh, sure. Uh, I don't know how much rioting Florida has seen. But, um, uh, you can make the ACLU has a point, I think, in saying that, um, you know, maybe the language is too, is too vague and and broad, you know, overbroad, as they say, which I don't think is a word. It's so, um, overbroad and vague. And uh, sure, you know, you can get more specific in any law, if you ask me. Uh, But at the same time, you know, if you're seeing like, uh, uh, DeSantis doing this, DeSantis has been making a name for him in the Republican Party lately because of the way he's been handling Florida and so forth with it with COVID and everything. And uh, there's a lot of talk about him running uh, for president and stuff like that. And that may be a possibility. And so you got to got to understand it's like there may be some part of this that is uh, uh, a show at some point. I mean, I'm a Republican. I support I support this uh, this this new law. I think it's a good idea but I will say this and it's like you can become more specific in the language of the law you know I think you can always fine tune it in many ways and so it's um uh, it, but in some part of it is him grandstanding in the sense is like look how hard and tough I am being on crime won't you want to vote me in next election when I'm the republican running you know it's it's a sad little game that we play but it's a game that we do play you know anyway <laughs> it's it's our government yay Anyway, so let's go on to this next story. Uh, Black Lives Matter protesters rally for a victim, leave after learning he was white. Black Lives Matter protesters in Minnesota dropped to a knee and set off to a march over a fatal police shooting, only to return when they learned it was a white carjacker who had fired at police, according to reports. Dozens of people protesting outside of Governor Tim Walt's mansion in St. Paul, on Sunday, were filmed on by Fox 9 reporter Mitty Hicks uh, when they knelt for a moment of silence over initial rumors over about Sunday's 3 p.m. fatal shooting. Protesters kneel after hearing there was an officer-involved shooting in Burnsville moments ago, Hicks tweeted, of the wild, caught-on-camera armed carjacking in the suburbs. The information has not been confirmed, but this group says they are heading there, Hicks said. The man who was killed is believed to be a white man in his 20s, who had stolen a car from a woman at gunpoint, then repeat, repeatedly shot at cops as they chased him, Burnsville police said. Traffic camera footage shared by KARE 11 showed that the suspect was leaping out of a standstill moving car and then running into the road and seemingly pointing his gun at an approaching SUV before he was shot multiple by multiple pursuing officers, police said. The BLM marchers, riled by the local police-involved deaths by George, George Floyd and Dante Wright, uh, soon appeared to get word that the latest shooting was not uh, one fit to protest. <laughs> the protesters turned back and headed back to Brooklyn Center, the city where Wright died, because they need to know, they need more information about what happened in Burnville first. Burnsville first. Hicks said in an update about an hour after initial video. Word of the planned protest after the rush to judgment quickly had the protesters ripped online. For an armed carjacker, are you people this stupid? One person replied to Hicks' video while Amanda Felsk Belsky said the group planned to just immediately loot riot without getting the facts. Uh, Brandon Hartman, meanwhile, pointed out the latest suspect had been shooting at police. Are they kneeling for the amazing work these officers did to keep the community safe from a madman with a gun? Different madman, he asked the protest group. Uh, The Burnsville carjacker has yet to be identified. No police officers were injured, and there are no reports of any suspect's victims uh, being wounded either. (coughs) Excuse me. Quote, all Burns, Burnsville police officers wear body cameras and camera data will be handed by, handled by the Minnesota Bureau of uh, Criminal Apprehension, who will lead the investigation, the force said. So here's what's funny. They hear about a shooting. They immediately assume it's a black person. Or they, they hedge their bets. So should we start moving that way now if it's a black guy? What are the odds it's a black guy? So let me ask you, who's the real racist? You hear of somebody getting shot. First thing in your mind is like, maybe it's a black guy. Let's go there. They find out it's white. and It's like, oops, our bad. Where are the real racists? You tell me. It's a bunch of people not waiting for, for justice to work, to work itself out. Evidence needs to be collected, all right? Backgrounds need to be, you know, looked into. Questions need to be asked. Let the justice work. Give it time. You can't just go run into a scene every time somebody gets shot, no matter what their skin color is. Run into a scene and say, Somebody do something right now. Let justice work. If you ever get, God forbid, get caught in some situation where you're arrested, you're going to want the justice system to work too. Anyway. <laughs> All right. I got three. Three more stories here. And uh, I like to be in happier notes. And these are kind of happier stories or sillier stories, if you will. All right. Uh, drug runner's cat caught trying to sneak narcotics into a Panama prison. <sighs> Jeez, Fox News. There, here's the first sentence, the lead, lead sentence. It was far from the perfect crime. Try again. Try again. Boy, they just, those, those editors, they don't really look at these articles, do they? <laughs> Because, I mean, I don't know. It's like when I worked at like a, you know, the literary mag, when I worked at, you know, um, uh, uh, the school paper, the editor would say, that's dumb. Don't, don't do, don't, don't do perfect crime. That's dumb. <laughs> anyway, a drug runner's fluffy white cat was caught trying to smuggle narcotics into a prison in Panama, authorities said. <coughs> Some get loose. All right. There goes some of me again. All right. The feline felon was carrying the contraband in a pouch tied around its neck when it was stopped outside the Nueva Esperanza prison in the province of Cologne on Friday, AFP reported. The animal had cloth tied around its neck that contained wrapped packages of white powder, leaves, and vegetable matter, said Andre Gutierrez, head of the uh, Panama Penitentiary System. Vegetable matter. That's cocaine and marijuana. Yeah, substances are likely cocaine and marijuana, according to another official. Uh, local prosecutors said they opened the in- an investigation into the use of animals for smoking illegal, sm- sneaking illegal substances into Nueva Esperanza f- facility, which houses more than 1,700 prisoners. Meanwhile, the criminal cat in question will be taken to a pet adoption center, prosecutors said. Uh, it's not... It's not the first time critters have been using drug runners uh, by prisoners in the Central American country or any country, you know, lots of countries this happens. Authorities have previously intercepted attempts at drug deliveries by homing pigeons and even drones. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, a cat smuggling and when you strap a bunch of cocaine and weed to a cat, don't you think it's like how much money am I willing to lose? I mean, how much do you really trust that cat? I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't think I would trust, you know, a cat with five bucks. You know, I wouldn't give a cat a dollar. They'd eat it. They'd never see, you'd never see it again. I just don't trust cats. I mean, I like cats. You know, I think it's mostly a static relationship we have with them. But I mean, it's, I don't trust them. Certainly you wouldn't trust it with $100 of Coke and weed, you know? I'm going to strap it to its neck and hope it doesn't take off with it. You certainly wouldn't trust a human with that. All right, I got two more stories that we're going to call a short show. All right, so TSA finds meth hidden inside a breakfast burrito at the Houston airport. Getting a little closer to home. Okay. Um, when it comes... All right, here's the first lead sentence for this article. All right, nothing... It, you know, everything gets past these editors. That's going to ruin the burrito's flavor. You know, there's a reason why you end up being a journalist and not a comedy writer. Okay. Stick, do your job. <laughs> There's got to be some editor somewhere looking at these articles saying, don't do that dumb joke. Nobody wants to hear your dumb jokes. You're not a comedian. Anyway, when it comes to burritos, there are a lot of things that can, uh, lot of things that can go inside of them. Some are full of rice. Some uh, others have scrambled eggs. Others are full of meat. When going to the airport, however, don't fill burritos with illegal drugs. See, anyway, I don't want to, editors know anymore but anyway the tsa shared images of the illegal burrito on its twitter page confirming that meth had been found inside the breakfast burrito at the william b hobby airport in houston according to pre- a press release from the tsa that I- that the incident occurred on april 2nd when a screen- screening agent noticed an unidentifiable unadi- unidentifiable lump in the burrito as it was being brought through the security by a traveler when the item was inspected the illegal substance inside was discovered all right, look, when some TSA agent starts putting their fingers inside your burrito, I mean, at some point you got to say, "Come on, man. My burrito." But I think that was the whole plan, wasn't it? Anyway, the Houston Police Department called was called to the scene where they they determined that the substance was meth. Uh TSA <coughs> Excuse me. TSA Federal Federal Security Director at HOU Hector Vela said, "I commend the actions of our TSOs." and supervisory TSO who noticed something that wasn't quite right and for acting on their instincts. Your attention to detail and follow-up response led to the discovery of crystal meth, a dangerous and illegal substance, said TSA Federal Security Director at HOU Hector Vela. You quote, you, used, you did that twice, man. The, edit, the editors let, they let everything through, man. Fox News. Anyway, um, Airport goes on to say, airport security checkpoints in Houston and across Texas are seeing significant increases in the number of departing travelers Despite these increases, TSA continues to focus on, more, on its core security missions to keep travelers safe and secure. Uh, we sincerely thank all of our Houston Airports local and federal partners who work tirelessly, tirelessly every day to interdict dangerous contraband from entering or leaving our community. Said We want to keep our contraband here, <laughs> said Houston Airport Chiefs of Operations Steve Hennigan. Uh, in this case, TSA officers training awareness and heroic actions we believe save precious lives. Well, just, haven't you ever seen a suspicious lump inside a burrito? There's always lumps inside of a burrito, right? I guess it depends on how much meth. It doesn't say, like, the amount of meth they found. But I guess it had to have been a lot to start, to create a significant bulge in your burrito. Still, I don't know how far into digging into the burrito would they go before you're just like, well, if I'm going to jail, I'm going to want to finish the burrito. Look, there's nothing there. Just don't get your fingers out of my damn burrito. I want to eat that right now. <laughs> At what point do you say it's like, uh, well, that's a burrito lost. Anyway, I've got one more, one more um story to do, and then we'll call it a day. Um, North Carolina man chucks a bobcat after attacks his wife in a driveway. Surveillance video shows. And I don't know about you, but I watch this like three times. But I don't know. It's like I said, you know, I don't trust cats. And for some reason, some dude throwing a cat is hilarious to me. And so go look for this video, if you like. But a protective husband in North Carolina leapt into action to save his wife from a rabid bob- bobcat in a wild viral video. Wild bobcat viral rabies virus. Oh, clever. In, in home security footage that hit Twitter on Thursday, um, the day that began like any other. Who writes like that? That's awful. Anyway, Happy Wade offered a chipper good morning to a jogger passing by his Burgaw home in the Creekside community, put a travel mug on the hood of his white SUV, and told himself that he needed to wash his car, WECT reports. This is awful, awful journalism. Um, Moving to place a tray of brownies in the back seat, his wife Christy made her way across the passenger side when a wild animal released a screech. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Happy. (laughs) Christy screamed. <clears throat> as a small bobcat lunged and pounced at her back on the driveway. Rushing to her side, the man grabbed the po- b- bobcat with his bare hands and screamed, oh, my God, it's a bobcat. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, jo- uh, the jogger ran back to see what was happening, and happy, and the heroic Happy hurled the bobcat across the lawn. Get out, get out, get out, he screamed, with, and drew his handgun from his pocket, and the wildcat dashed beneath his car. Christy, watch out. I'll shoot the fuck, he yelled, get out, watch out, watch out, it's a bobcat. <laughs> the musty moment has been viewed over 12 million times online since it hit Twitter on Thursday, and commenters were shocked by the sight. <coughs> Quote, my guy my guy just won every argument with his wife for the rest of their marriage. One user teased. No, that's not true. That's not true. Remember that time I pulled that bobcat off you? Mm, you take the trash out. Ha, <laughs> Uh, W.E.C.T. reports that Happy ultimately shot the bobcat during the early morning of April 9th, realizing it had to be sick. I'm not happy that this happened. We, we don't take any pleasure that I shot a cat. I knew when I realized it was a bobcat, having been ro- m- born and raised in North Carolina and hunting all my life, hunting all my life you know, it's, that's just not normal. Uh, quote, in my head, I knew I'd already, it, it, it had already attacked two people. If it attacked somebody else, and I didn't do something morally. It would have bothered me for a long time, he added. It was hurting my wife, and I didn't want it, and I didn't want it to. Uh, law enforcement soon arrived at the Wade home, and officers killed the cat. Its body was sent to the state lab in Raleigh, where testing revealed it was positive for rabies. Uh, the bobcat bit Happy and Christy several times, and the Pender County couple has received treatment for rabies, including 30 shots each to fight the virus. Yeah, I forgot about that. That rabies treatment is just awful. Just awful. I think it's like over a month. Yeah, it's like over a month. You get like a shot every day or something like that for a month. Awful. Uh, he saved my life, Christy said of her spouse. Of her spouse. Uh, I don't know where I'd be or what sort of shape I'd i'd be in if he had not been there. It could have been so much worse. And it could have been one of those little girls' lives just a few houses down. Though the cat attack certainly shook them up. The Wade say they're animal lovers and they're proud pet parents of one rescue dog and two rescue cats. That fateful morning, they were on their way to uh, to take their senior, uh, senior feline, Caroline Faith, to the vet. You named your cat Caroline Faith? That's awful. Well, you know, they may not be good at naming their pets, but hey, guy saved his wife from a bobcat attack. That's scary. I mean, it, the thing wasn't super big. I mean, it was... It was pretty, you know, but scary enough. You know how cats can be. They can be vicious. They can be vicious. Anyway, so we're coming to a close of the show. This cough drop's almost gone, and I'm going to start coughing again like crazy. So I want to remind you to uh, find my channel on YouTube. Search for Shock Monkey Radio on YouTube. Like, share, and subscribe. I would appreciate it. You know, tell your friends about this podcast. I would appreciate that as well. I also have books available on Amazon.com. Search for the author Scott L. Robbins with two T's and two B's. I got the exit 13 books. I got the ravings of a madman and the bunny years, a memoir all up there for digital download. Help me out. Uh, also, I have cash app. You can use the cash tag shock monkey radio. Uh, you can send me cash through that or you can go over to Patreon, patreon.com shockmonkeyradio become a patron. I would appreciate it. And so EK isn't here, so I'm probably gonna have to shut off the show myself. So, uh, yeah, this has been Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the madman, and I love you.